One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Red Men News. I hope you've had a lovely weekend without the football. Um, Bremen News is back. Uh, I'd like to say I'm joined today by a man who's got himself out of his Avengers dressing gown uh, <laughs> onto the sofa. Uh, Errol Smith. Errol, how are you, mate? Good morning, Ross. How are you doing? We should have told me that before we went live now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I was literally five minutes ago. I was just all there in my dressing gown with my Avengers stuff on, man. I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. uh, we are brought to you in association with The Athletic once again. Uh, if you want to start a seven-day free trial and get 50% off your yearly subscription, go to www.theathletic.co.uk for slash Redmen News. I'll get someone to put the link in the chat if you're watching it live and afterwards in the description. Um, if you need some football content in your life, I do highly recommend it. There's loads going on there at the minute. Um, but first story, Errol, is from The Athletic uh, and it's exclusive on UEFA, uh, planning to relax the FFP regulations in light of the coronavirus. Um, it kind of makes sense to me. Just let me find one of the quotes. It is an extraordinary event or circumstances beyond the control of the club that I consider a case of force majeure are taken into account part of the club's assessment on a case-by-case basis. Um, so they're basically saying that, you know, this is this is a one-off, this is extraordinary, and probably the same for, for most businesses there on the sense of, you know, we've seen the government are brought in, in regulations and there's certain um, gas companies, electricity companies, Sky Sports are doing it and are kind of just changing the, the normal rules of what they're doing. Um, and Kieran Maguire, a finance football expert, has said UEFA have employed a practical and sensible approach um, by giving clubs longer to provide proof of uh, no outstanding debt. It allows the clubs to focus on a day, a day-to-day issues rather than the administrative compliance issues. It kind of just makes sense to me. It just seems a sensible thing to do, of kind of worry about the, the, the day-to-day stuff, as it says, the here and now, and kind of put it on hold till a later date because, you know, we don't know when football is going to come back. We don't know whether it's going to be a transfer uh, window, when that is going to be. So it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, if you, even if you just think about it day to day now, <clears throat> all football clubs aren't bringing in any match day revenue at the minute because there's no live games going on, but they're still week in, week out putting out um, huge wage bills to coaching staffs as well as all the playing staff as well. So they've, they've got to balance the books somehow and I'd be mindful that they don't want to be putting any themselves under any more financial um, strains than necessary at the minute. So I think it's just a very, very logical thing to do um, from from FIFA, UEFA for a change and hopefully, um, you know, they'll be able to come through the other side of it in in, in good shape in terms yeah. of the books anyway. 
I bet, bet Manchester City will be made up there. I get that into Ben Kelly right they'll now. They'll be rubbing but... their hands like that <laughs> one. <laughs> um, something else that they kind of broke this morning. I love everyone. I'd love to know everyone's thoughts on this in the comments. And Tom's going to collect them at the end. He's, he's doing the work back of house. Um, but Simon Stone put a snippet out from his piece uh, after Thursday's meeting uh, with the Premier League. Simon Stone, for those who don't know, uh, he works at BBC. He's a correspondent. Normally just a Manchester kind of stuff. But um, but BBC Sport has been told uh, a Premier League by a Premier League source that unless they are blocked from doing so by the government, the intention is to restart the season as soon as practical from 30th of April. Um, there's good reason why the government want, might want that to happen, given the 16-17 season alone, the, the Premier League generated 3.3 billion in tax revenue. Uh, there is an acceptance if, it, if a return happens, it is likely to be behind closed doors, as was the case with the new Aussie Rule season, which started in Melbourne on Thursday. The belief is that after what will be then seven weeks of that top flight game the country will be ready to watch some high level sport again and actually benefit from it um, there's quite a lot to take from this Errol in the sense of okay there's the, the monetary side of things which you, you, you touched on there as opposed to the big question is you know if football does come back you know are you happy if it's, if it's safe if it's safe and you yeah. know we're in a position where we could do so would you be happy for it to be behind closed doors and that's you know so you can kind of get the season done and then Obviously, there's loads of other questions like that. They're bringing money in in a sense where, as a fan, like I miss football, we're getting something to watch. Or would you rather wait until it's safe for everyone to do so, so we can enjoy it together? To be honest, mate, it's 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 there's it's that unknown of when is it going to be safe for everybody to be able to take part in football again. And in terms of us just being able to want to kind of have a bit of closure in terms of this season, especially us, we're Liverpool fans, so we just want the closure that our, our club are going to be crowned champions of the Premier League. But for all the other teams that have got <clears throat> stuff to play for, whether it's you know qualifying for Europe or whether it's the relegation battle, I think... Teams and fan bases just need that bit of closure. I know we've got an article to go into in a little bit in terms of the psychology of what players must be going through at this moment in time. But I feel like a lot of those players, they've got so... Um, so even us, we're all creatures of that routine. You were saying before we started rolling, you like getting up and going into the office and going into work. They're the exact same. They like knowing where they stand. So even if they just get the opportunity to to finish their work the same way a lot of people are getting afforded the opportunity to work in a, in a much more safe environment, if they're able to do that and they can see out their job and the Premier League have got um, the constraints and coordinated to be, um, to be as safe and as practical as possible... Ultimately, it's going to take a bit of the excitement away, given our, our circumstance and what's at stake for us. But in terms of the bigger picture, it might just be the most sensible option. The other option that I did have in my mind was you just go back to what FIFA does. If you've ever had a career mode on FIFA, you, can, sim you can simulate. <laughs> no, you can simulate like X amount of games and just, just press sim the rest of the season now for everybody. <laughs> yeah. and, and statistically, we was always going to win it. <laughs> so Basically, if, they, if, they, if they live stream FIFA on sim, then that, that's what's then all that's it. fair. That's a fair result. If they was to live stream all of the FIFA, all of the games, and you could watch it on an Instagram or a Twitter feed, and then you could see at the end of like nine hours worth of whatever it is, boom, here's your winner of the Premier League. I think that's another fair way to do it, personally. Yeah, but... I think I think you boxed it all off there, mate. Um, one of the, one of the problems with that is if it is behind closed doors, and we've seen from this weekend, you know, the, the, the government haven't you know put us on full lockdown yet, yeah. but. You know, for example, as you touched on there, if Liverpool are going to win the Premier League, you know, what do we do? What do we do? Yeah, but the amount of people that you know might gather outside the stadium, and then on on top of that, you put in you put in stress on emergency services. So you know, the police, the NHS staff, that's you know they're already fired up. And I know they don't do this in a safe environment, but you you know they try telling people don't go out on the weekends. I think. I don't want to I, 
I think, well, I know that, which is just fucking stupidity at its, at its finest. But I think what people need to grasp is if we're going to be getting the opportunity to have some sort of, some level of enjoyment, and we all have to accept that football for us is our level of enjoyment or sports in general, if they are going to phase that back into our into our normal lives, we need to respect that and also respect what's going on in and around sports. So sport is very small. I think all the managers have touched on it. I think all of the big governing bodies have touched on it. Sport is very small. Everybody's overall well-being is paramount. So if we can, I can guarantee you, if we can put a pin in that emotion of us winning it for the first time in 30 years and, and wait till, you know, the summer, the end of the summer, we'll have an even bigger party. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there's a time and a place. And right now it almost seems like they propose the time to play the football. There'll also be the place for us to celebrate the the, the rewards when it's all safe and well to do so, is my hope anyway. Via Skype is what we'll do. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Would you prefer the season put on hold further and so we can all celebrate together? Or are you missing your football fix uh, and you're happy to see it behind closed doors? Uh, moving on, Errol, uh, Peter Moore tweeted uh, the other day. He said, a message to supermarket managers here on Merseyside. Our stadium stewards are here and offering their time and expertise and volunteering to help with crowd control, queue management, parking control, assisting the elderly and infirming their taking groceries in their cars. Um, I just thought Boss. that, that yeah, Boss, yeah, it's, it's so good, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. What, 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 what were your thoughts when you first seen it? Good. I think, you know, we, we all saw that, you know, they were carrying on playing the match day staff and those that are on the payrolls. I, I obviously can't go to work like, like ourselves, but for them to, you know, offer the support, you know, supermarkets are just a hellhole at the minute. And, you know, they're trying to do the best to help NHS staff, trying the best to help the elderly. Um, I saw a piece this morning of people were jumping in, normal people were jumping in for those queues and thinking it, it, whatever Liverpool can do to go and help that, I think, you know, it's a very much community-based football club, as most football clubs are, I think. Oh, absolutely. Helpful, isn't it? And I think the you know the the chain for it without having to go on any specialist training, you yeah. know they deal with big crowds on on a, on a match day. You know they, they deal with all all walks of life of every generation, young young fans to old fans. Um, so they, they you know they've got the people skills and and the, and the qualities to be able to help our communities and local supermarkets at the minute. And just the fact that LFC are extending that. Um, and extending our family to make sure that the people in the local community uh, are, are supported. You know, yeah. we just got to commend them because at the end of the day, <clears throat> at the moment, everybody needs in some way or one way or another, everyone's got all hands on decks and something. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's really chipping away to make sure that life can go back to normal as soon as possible. So um, the fact that the big football clubs are still helping out as well, it's a credit to them. So keep it, it up, Liverpool. It, it's, it's a bit fucking mental in some cases that it's taken a, you know, a, a worldwide disaster for us to kind of help out and be, be nice to each other. And it's a bit, a bit mad. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, a little bit of transfer news. This is taken from the Daily Star, so I do apologise. Um, but Klopp is happy to let Adrian leave. Uh, apparently, yeah. Jurgen Klopp is happy to let Adrian leave Liverpool after his Champions League horror show. Um, Jurgen Klopp will not actively look to sell Adrian in the transfer window, but he will not stand in his way should an offer come in. Um, I just want to know your thoughts on this, Errol, because you know, a lot of people aren't, aren't happy with him. It's not the first time he made a mistake in, against Atletico. He did against you know, Chelsea, which myself and Tom went to. I think he had a mistake against Bournemouth as well. Yeah. If, whether his confidence is just on the floor or people are just trying to compare him to Alisson, who's the best goalkeeper in the world. And again, you know, would, you, would you let him go? And is that a case of if we get someone else to replace him? You've got the added fact of Carius's loan will be up and no one wants to buy him. Mm. Just putting the question out there: Would you have him back? Mm. It's a, it's a difficult one for me because. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. As far as I'm concerned, and, you know, Liverpool fans can slate me off for this, Adrian done his job from day one. You know, he came in at the when Allison was injured at the very start of the season, and he, he was expected to do that ten game run up until early October, and that covered making sure our safe passage in the Champions League wasn't scuppered early doors. It meant that we was going to stay in a, in the right path to challenge City, and ultimately we overtook City from early, but he also had to do the, the do the business in a Super Cup as well. Yeah. Everything after that was, you know, a bonus. And ultimately now there have been there have been a few errors. And I think that has been, you know, hit, putting that pressure on himself. He's probably thought, I've come in and hit the ground running. And now he's put too much pressure on himself. And he, he's had a case of the Mignolets when <laughs> you, you, you've got the ability, but you just put too much pressure on yourself in any given situation. And you've not just dealt with what's in front of you. You've been thinking about the whole 90 minutes instead of the 30 seconds at a time. And it, it, I just feel sorry for him. If he has to go, you know, Klopp being the guy he is, he's not going to get stand in his way. I think we do need decent quality number two because my biggest concern now and fear is, is Alisson going to be an injury-prone keeper? Yeah. Who knows? And if, if he is, um, when, we, when he's fit to play, he's always going to play. But if there are going to be a couple of weeks and you never know when you're going to need to count on somebody else, it's that second person that we have to count on has got to be dependable, not just at the start of a season when we're trying to build, not just in the middle of the season when we're trying to keep things together, but it could be the back end of a season when we're trying to secure silverware as well now. So we need someone who is obviously not of the quality of Allison, but we need someone that can 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 take that step up when, when needed. That might be a young, a young keeper. I don't know. Um, keepers are a hard game, aren't they? Do you think those fans need to learn that? The fact that, like, where the backup keeper can't be Allison, we can't have two Allison's, it just doesn't, doesn't work out, does it? Yeah, like that. Uh, I, do you know what? I think I think most decent fans are, are, are realistic to that. I think it's just the fact that because he had done so well, and then on top of that, there was other opportunities for him in the FA Cup, and then there was the it was the Champions League. He wasn't supposed to play that game against Atletico. He was yeah. never in Klopp's plans to play that game when when the you know the fixture was made. It was just 
unluck, unlucky for us. Let's face it, we was unlucky on, on a couple of fronts. Unlucky the fact that Allison couldn't play, and then unlucky the fact that 24 hours after we play, no more European games are getting played. So, <laughs> you know, we were just really, really unlucky, and ultimately on the night, he wasn't up to the task, but... I think he, he's done, for me anyway, personally, he done what I expected him to do for us when he came in. He's not done any more and he's not done any less. And I, I won't be on his back for, for what's happened. Um, I just think we do need to do that business now where we secure the next best keeper to come up or we secure an Eddie, a very good professional again at the top yeah. of the game. Well, good shouts. Uh, moving on, Liverpool have um, been told to help these um, the title with anxiety by getting some help. Um, they've delivered yeah. advice to players in the Premier League title. According to the Daily Mail, who state they have seen a presentation by the Red Sports psychologist Lee Richardson. The club have told the players what it happens when the Premier League title is out of their control and to focus on the effort of minimising coronavirus infection rates. Uh, the football stars were also offered breathing tips how to ease anxiety levels, whilst also being warned not to post anything on social media that could be deemed insensitive by others. Um, can, I, again, can they circulate that for us, Ross, those breathing techniques? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like all the fans need to be circulated in that memo as well. For two seasons, and see how they fucking breathe then um, but but again you know you, you mentioned it at the top of the show before Errol like you know it's alright for us fans to think you know we want our football back but you're right they, you know, they have their routines they have had the, the, they've worked so hard for the Premier League title for them to kind of just kind of sit and wait and I know, I know it's everyone's health is you know priority I, I understand that but you know for them like to kind of sit back and, and see what they've done and be so close to a Premier League title and kind of go oh shit like what do we do now and and the, the further it goes the pressure's mounting for them isn't it Oh, absolutely. And, and you know what, though? Like, how, how many leagues are getting played around Europe? So, Liverpool aren't, you know, even though we're Liverpool fans, we're not, it's not an exclusive feeling that Liverpool fans are going through right now. Whoever's sitting at the top of the league, who's sitting at the top of the Bundesliga and Serie A, they're all feeling it the same. And ultimately, as well, the same people are feeling it down at the relegation zone. Yeah, yeah. Are going to go down? Yeah. So, yeah. there's so much to play for. But I think it's good that even in this psyche, it's not the. It's not the damage of this season. It's what could happen next season. And and, and and for those type of players, when they start really processing things and, you know, who knows where football is going to be in 12 months' time, especially with all the other, with the delays on the Euros and stuff like that. So there's a lot of anxiety just in general around sport. But I think it's good that we've been able to kind of cut it back and hopefully the guys uh, working with our, our playing staff have basically given them the right advice, really, to just say it's out of our control don't worry about things that you can't control. I think that's a, a message for everyone, really. If, if, if Only focus on your energy right now with things that you can control. Ultimately, you can control looking after yourself and keeping yourself and your family happy, healthy, sorry, all the other things externally we can't control. So don't spend too much time and energy worrying about it because you're only going to make yourself, you know, not very well. At, it's how you, you stress yourself out. I, I got told Absolutely. years ago by someone, you know, stress comes from being not, not control of a situation so either you know just don't worry about it which is easier said than done or, or focus your mind somewhere else yeah um, i wanted to end, uh, end the news Errol, on, on, on a really good story a lot of people have seen this over the weekend but sean cox who was obviously uh injured Brilliant. two years ago uh has returned home uh back to county me for the first time in two years and um, father of three was attacked in Rome, as, as we all know um but for him to re- return home again under the you know the, the, the circumstances that we're, we're kind of on, under now and the progress that he's made, the support that he's received, I just thought it was a really nice uh, way, way to end the show and highlight, highlight uh, everyone's behind him. Absolutely, mate, 100% everywhere that, that I agree with. So all the best for Sean and the family moving forward. 
Good. Uh, I'm going to go to Tom for some comments. Um, he's going to show his face today. I am going to show my face. I'm here mm, with, on, with uh, uh, the, on, the comments here. I'm going to kick it off with a blue super chat from Alex the Maltese Falcon saying, can't wait for the football to restart. I'm going mad. And then kind of on that, this isn't a super chat, but same thing. Mahmoud Handrot says, it's really difficult without football, not having Liverpool playing during the week or the weekend. Life is sad and boring. We need football back. Yeah. First of all, thank you for the super chat. And and on that, Errol, um, you know, I've seen a few people say, you know, football, you know, it's just football. It's just a couple of people kicking the ball around. But it's not without fans. It's, not, it's, it's the business side of stuff. And, you know, I don't, I'm not sure whether the person in the comments was joking and stuff, but there's so many people where football is escapism for them. Oh, so yeah. many people where, where football is their only form of, you know, social event or, you know, they go out the weekend, whether it's to the pub, actually go to the game to have something to talk about. And you, again, mm-hmm. we need to make sure, I think that's where Redmen step in to talking to people and other football fan channels to, okay, we can't discuss football, but we can discuss the things that are around it now and, and to make sure, like, mentally those people are okay. Yeah, no, 100%, mate. I, I agree with you there. I think... The football, it, 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 football is, is is the medium, but it's it's knitted together. The community of, as you've just said, there the businesses. It's the small, it's the individuals that get to go to the games. It's the people that you know want to sit and stand on the terraces still. So, from 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 that perspective, at the moment, we do need to kind of just be a little bit more patient with people and just take a take a step back and just if people want to talk, now's the perfect time to start a conversation. I've been saying it on you know for the podcast that I've been doing at the minute myself. It's now's a good time for people to start a conversation. I think just because you know we've got plenty of time and there's plenty of content for hopefully people to tune in and watch. So I think you know what's that podcast called, Errol, and where can what, people find it? What's what's my podcast called? <laughs> 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 no, if, I, if I'm going to give a cheeky little plug, I might as well. But yeah, um, I've started doing a podcast with a couple of my mates um, in and around Liverpool. And there's some interesting guests that have been on there. It's called The Group Chat. And if you do want to go check it out, it's on Go Play Studios um, YouTube channel. But you, you can just search for The Group Chat as well and you, you'll see the afro or, or you'll see the braids pop up on the thumbnails. So yeah, go, go see some of the content. Uh, another question, Sam? Yeah, um, I asked in the comments what people think about playing games behind closed doors uh, I'm Lacey Pie says yes it's better than nothing Rob D says clubs will still need ambulances and staff etc which may continue the spread of the virus if we're not careful and then Tim Lamb says as long as the players and staff are fit enough then they should play games behind closed doors early as possible yeah Errol I think the second comment there you know I'd love to have football back but if he's putting again as I mentioned earlier the strain on the NHS or the staff and they, they can be prioritised elsewhere I think football comes second to you know what potentially might come in the, in the next week or so. The players yeah. and staff are the fit. It's it's fine. Me saying I want my football fixed, but not at the expense of people's lives. Exactly. I think uh, I think that's it, isn't it? We're already a we're a crisis point. Other countries have already been on lockdown. I think there's a sensible there's a sensible way to deal with this. Um, and and I think as long as people just give a little bit of patience, let's just get back to humanity a little bit. I know it sounds dead righteous and stuff, but it's it's easy. We're not being asked to do a great deal. So while while that still remains the case, I think if we all just take a step back and think about somebody else that will definitely benefit from us sitting our asses on the couch, you know, I've got I've got no. I'll spend 
as long as I need to in isolation, you know, let, let it be known. Any encouragement there, mate, do you? <laughs> Sounds nope. bad. Tom, let's have one more before we go. Yeah, um, just one more topic. This is on the Adrian stuff. Neil Brown says, only only happy for Adrian to leave if we get a better backup. In my opinion, he's been okay for a long time and seems to fit in with the team well. Then Andy Dunbar says, any goalkeeper who plays second fiddle to Allison is always going to get scrutinised and called out when he makes mistakes. What top keepers out there have the mentality to accept being backup goalkeeper? Yeah, it's hard when you're trying to replace someone. I don't think you said you, know, you go go somewhere young, or do you go someone who's older and experienced, like a Ben Foster or or something like that. But knowing they're yeah. going to be second fiddle to Allison is difficult. It's also hard when you're goalkeeper and you make a mistake because ultimately you let a goal in. Um, so, you know, so it's you know the finger pointing me when out the Champions League. Someone has to be a scapegoat, and it was Adrian, wasn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely, and you know that they have the toughest job. It is, it's a tough business being a goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you'll know that himself because he's had the highs. I think even that um, the game with the Super Cup with Chelsea, did he did he do a howler earlier in the game, and then yeah. we got ourselves back into it, and then he was the hero with the. So we knew from game one, really, like you know. But he's made world class saves against Napoli, and you know other games as well. Yeah, to get us to win, as as what I was saying before, to get us. On, to the next stages of the, you know, he did his job getting us where he got us to the Champions League, you know, the knockouts. Ultimately, I don't think Klopp expected him to then be the goalkeeper to go into that next round. Yeah. But, we, we, you know, we've had to make do with it. And you, at the end of the day, I, if it was me and you're asking me again now, I'd probably go for a younger goalkeeper just because it might, he might want the challenge to try and, A, try and dislodge Alisson, but ultimately blame, yeah. Exactly, learn from him. Exactly the the way the Liverpool way of being a top goalkeeper. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we'll wrap up there, Errol. Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, don't forget to check out the Athletic. It's www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redman News. Uh, you can get a seven day free trial and fifty percent off your yearly subscription. Uh, you can get a full month free of Redman TV as well. We've got some really good interviews coming up this week and next week. Um, Chris interviewed Gillian Balagay, uh, those you know Spanish reporter and European football from Sky Sports News and such other things. Uh, that's out late today, I think. Tom, is it? Yes, it is. I'm not fully be. sure. It's getting edited today. We'll, we'll have a look at the schedule and make sure that it fits around stuff. But yeah, we've got loads of content coming up. Let's go and check that out. We'll be back tomorrow with more Redman news and we'll see you then. Ta-ra. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.